Hallelujah. Say my church. Say my church. Hallelujah. That's the series that we're teaching. We started part one last week and it's been a great one. You can go to the, to the podcast and listen to the, to the first one. Really, you know, it's quite a powerful, it's quite a powerful teaching really on my church. Hallelujah. And when we say my church, we're not just talking about us as this church, but we're talking about the church of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But we are emphasizing what we believe in and what we'd like to see happening in this church also. Hallelujah. Say my church again. Say my church. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you, Lord, that whenever we come before you, Lord, you have something to speak to us about. You have something to share. You have something to encourage us. You have something to empower us with. You've got something to correct us on. In the mighty name of Jesus, I publicly declare that I do not rely on my lips of clay, but I rely on the power of the Holy Spirit to teach your word, Lord, with accuracy, excellency, and boldness. In the mighty name of, of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Therefore, we, 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 we're focusing on part two this morning. And part two is about pursuing all that God has. Hallelujah. Say, I pursue all that God has. That's our part two. Let's read from the book of Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. This is our, this is our foundation scripture for this series. Um, here, it says here, it says, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Hallelujah. That's where my church is coming from, right? Eh? I will build my what? My church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Therefore, the church that Jesus built or is building, the gates of Hades does not overcome. Hallelujah. Therefore, as a church here, we must believe that devil does not have authority does not have does not have the power to overcome us as a church hallelujah therefore whenever we do the work of the church we must believe that we will be able to have victory because jesus said the church that i'm building the gate of hell that's what the hades means hell the gate of hell will not prevail and i would like you also to take it to say as part as i'm part of this church as the body of christ if 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 if, if the gates of Hades will not prevail against the church, they are not prevailing against you also. Why? Because you are, you are part of the church. Hallelujah. There is no church without people. When Jesus says, I will build my church, he's not talking about the building. He's talking about the body, which is the people. Hallelujah. We can't say there's a church when there's no people. <laughs> Hallelujah. But church is made out of people. That's where people come. That's why we make up a church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Therefore, when we talk about pursuing all that God has, we talk about higher heights. It's not about, you know, saying I'm satisfied with this level. But you say, I'm going to go deeper. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pursue everything that he has. I'm not just going to be a lukewarm. Today I'm hot, tomorrow, tomorrow I'm cold. But I'm going to go for everything. <laughs> Hallelujah. Eh? I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm going to give my everything to it. And it's about going higher. Yeah? Taking the higher heights. And the more you know, the more you commit and, and take the higher heights, you know, that's where sometimes it feels difficult, right? 
but it's great to be up there because you know that you know that you're no longer you're no longer you're no longer fighting the little things you're fighting things that now they give you real breakthroughs hallelujah you don't you're no longer fighting small 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 stuff but when you go higher the the bigger the the the, the opposition hallelujah but when you want all of it from god he will empower us to be able to go higher and higher hallelujah say my 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 desire is to know him and have all that he has for me hallelujah let's read from the book of first corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 he says however it is written no eye has seen no ear has had no mind has conceived what god has prepared for those who are in him let's go to the next one but god has revealed it to us by his spirit this the spirit searches all things even the deep things of god hallelujah he says no eye has seen no ear has heard no mind has even comprehended or or thought about it hallelujah but he says you know these things these things have been revealed how is how how, how are these things how, how, have they, how are these things revealed he says by the spirit hallelujah therefore it's not everyone that's why the physical eye cannot hear it right eh? the physical eye cannot the, oh, so, so, <laughs> i'm confusing right the physical eye cannot see the physical ear cannot hear it you know my mind as it is cannot think about it it cannot even come to your mind but he says these things have been revealed by what by the spirit and it is the spirit that searches what all things even the deep things of what of god therefore if i am to pursue all that god has <laughs> what am i what must i do i must connect to his spirit hallelujah so that i do not go by what i see <laughs> eh? i do not go by what i hear eh? i do not go about about uh, by, by what i think but i go by what the spirit reveals to me because the world cannot understand the world cannot take it because it is only by the spirit of the lord hallelujah that searches everything and you will you know you will you will understand this message you might be asking where where, where is the pastor going today where, you know just just imagine yourself on the operating table you know you are still opened up you know uh, you know don't leave <laughs> don't leave before we stitch you back you will have a you will have an issue right then just stay there we'll stitch you back again but it will all make sense as we finish the message first corinthians chapter chapter 2 verse 4 to 5 it reads and says my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words but with a demonstration of the spirit's power hallelujah so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom but on god's power now you now now you're starting to 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 to, to, to unfold right because we said the eye has not seen therefore paul is saying i didn't come and teach human wisdom i didn't come and teach persuasive words i didn't come but i came 
I came to preach the word of God so that your faith might not rest on what? On human wisdom, which is the mind and, and all that and the knowledge and what is eye has seen, what the ear has has heard, right? Now I'm careful. <laughs> eh? And what the mind has thought. But he says, so that, so that, so that, but I came with the power of God. I came to demonstrate the power of God, which is through the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Because the Spirit, the power of God is activated through the Spirit of God. He says, I do not want to come and teach you human rules. And, and all eloquent words and, and all persuasive words and, and you go out there with the nice slangs and, and all that. But this is about the power of God. Therefore, if, I'm, I'm, if I am to pursue all what God has for me, I must, go, I must go for the power of God. Hallelujah. I must go for the Spirit. Because you men, you men intellect, you men, you men, you, you men knowledge, when I'm not going to get me all that God has for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why Paul says, I didn't come with these persuasive words. I didn't come, but I came with a demonstration of spirit's power. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20. It says, For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk, right? Eh? But it's what? It's the, it is living. By God's power. What is that power? The Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Therefore, it is very important to understand that it is not a lot of talk. We can talk. I'm, I'm talking. I'm preaching here. But, but I must direct you. My talking must direct you to living by God's power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say for me to live a victorious Christian life, I must live by God's power. Hallelujah. Because, you, you know, uh, today's science will say this, and another research comes out, <laughs> it disputes the other one, or the climate change. Now, certain things are no longer applicable, but God's power remains the same because he said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. That's why I'm still reading, I'm still preaching from the same Bible that, that my grandfather Eh? Hallelujah. Eh? Two generations or three generations down the line, we're reading from the same book. Because it doesn't change. Yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Therefore, there are, if, if really we want to tap into God's power, I want to take you through three available, three baptisms that are available to you or to us. Hallelujah. I always like to, to include myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Eh? Three baptisms that are available to us so that we can connect with this power. Hallelujah. This is not the power that I say, you know, um, if we just give an offering. Of, <laughs> you know, because there's a man who did that when he saw Paul, when he saw Paul doing miracles and, that, and he called him and said, how much should I, should I pay to get this power? Hallelujah. Then Paul said, no. <laughs> You are you're actually disrespecting the Holy Spirit because these are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Therefore, this is not a power that you just get, but this is a power that you commit to. You connect and you go after, but you pursue all that God has. And, and I'm going to take you through these three baptisms that are very important. The first one is baptism in the body of Christ. 
which is called salvation. We've heard about that, right? Yeah? Salvation. You know, you must be saved. You must be born again. That's the first one. That's the first baptism. And, and when we really, uh, when we teach, normally we don't teach it as a, as a baptism. We teach it as a, you know, as an act to say, just receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior. But I'm going to show you to you here that it is actually a baptism. If we read from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, if you notice, we have been reading Corinthians, right? <laughs> Means Corinth, the book of Corinthians is loaded. Yeah? It's loaded with, with this subject that we are talking about here. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. It says, For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body. Eh? Into one body. Which, which, what, what is that body? It is the body of Christ. Therefore, that's, the, that's why we're talking about the first baptism here is being baptized into the body of Christ. We were baptized by one spirit into, the, into one body. Galatians chapter 3 verse 26 27 says, You are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have, have clothed yourself with Christ. Therefore, when I received and the word baptism, it comes from the Greek word baptizo. Ne? Bapti, yeah, baptizo. Which simply means immense. I don't know why the, 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 the writers of the Bible did not just say, you know, <laughs> you must be immense, you know. But, and, and there's a lot of debate around that, the, the baptism, but I'm not going to go into those debates today. But I just want to confirm or explain to you that the, the baptism, it means being fully immense. Therefore, when I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I am fully immensing myself into him. And that's why here it says, it says here, it says, you, you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you were baptized into. Eh? Do you hear that? Into. Which means all of you have been immersed into Christ. Therefore, therefore if I'm giving my, my life to Jesus. That I, I'm giving my life to him. Because I'm, I become part of him. Hallelujah. It's not him giving himself to me. Which means now I get fully immersed in him. That's why the song we're singing here. It says, it's no longer me who lives, but Christ lives in me. Right? Which means now he has taken over my life. He's the one who lives. It's no longer me. Therefore, when, I'm, when I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior, as the baptism into his body, I am fully immersed. Hallelujah. In him. I am fully immersed in him. I hope that that makes it clear. The third, the second baptism is the water baptism. This is the one that we know, right? <laughs> you know, where, you know, we really, we really dunk you, you know? <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, if, if you baptize in a river somewhere, you know, they really, you know, you're afraid of this and they really, and they take it three times, eh? <laughs> Go, the name of the father, the son. And, and there's also debate, how should we dump? Should we go once, you know? And should you, there, are, there are those debates. I'm not going to go into that today. But we, we believe, as a church, we believe you should go once. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the, the Holy Spirit, we baptize you in Jesus' name. You are out. Hallelujah. We, that, that's how we do it. Uh, there is a debate for that. 
and there's a place to debate those things. But I just want to emphasize here that there is water baptism. What is this water baptism? Water baptism is simply, is simply a public declaration of my faith. Hallelujah. It is a public declaration of my faith. That's what it is. It is to say, whosoever, actually when we teach it on Christian Growth Seminar, we say, it is you are attending your own funeral. You know, you're just going and look at yourself, getting, dying, and rising again as a new Christian. It, you are symbolizing that the old self is die, is dead. That's why we, that's why we get to once only. You know, because, you know, you, you know. Okay, I don't want to go there. You know, but we, we only get you once, immense you once, and you rise again. <laughs> Hallelujah, and you leave from there as a new creation, because the Bible says those who are in Christ are a new creation. Hallelujah. Therefore, you are actually simply attending your own funeral. Your funeral cannot be a secret. It must be a public declaration of your faith. You are denouncing the, what you were before. And now you are saying, I've taken up a new life. A life of Christ. And now I am immersed in him. He's the one who lives in me and not I anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you, are you learning something there? Say, when I baptized in water... It is my public declaration of my faith. You are advertising everyone. everyone. That's why people, after, after you baptize, they will come and judge you, right? When you make your first mistake. Are you not baptized? You say, yes, I am. And I'm growing in it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's good because even where you want to, you know, your conscience is saying, do, do it like this. When you have publicly declared it, there are things that you cannot do. Hey, hallelujah. You have, you, have, you have upgraded or you have taken accountability of your faith to another level. That even the world is able to point at you. Hallelujah. That's why now if we baptize you during now COVID, we're going to post it on Facebook. <laughs> and say, look at, look at this one who has declared their faith publicly to God. Their new creation. Hallelujah. Therefore, wherever you go, you, are, you walk with that mantle. You walk with that cover. And that's why we fully immerse you into the water. The book of Acts chapter 2, verse 41. It says, those who accepted his message were baptized. Which means those who accepted Jesus, right? The message was Jesus, right? The, Jesus, as their Lord and Savior, they were baptized. They were fully immersed. In the water. This is the water baptism. This is not the one. The, the, the baptism into the body. Matthew chapter 10 verse 32 to 33. says. Whoever acknowledges me before men. <laughs> in our public declaration. I will also acknowledge him. Before my father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before men. I will disown him. Before my father in heaven. That's why your baptism cannot be a secret hallelujah because it's your public declaration you're acknowledging jesus as your lord and savior uh, publicly hallelujah hallelujah this is deep eh? hmm? <laughs> we're going deeper here <laughs> hey, start, hey. go in there <laughs> hallelujah the, the, third, the third and the last baptism is baptism in the holy spirit hallelujah baptism in the holy spirit and that's why we're going to dwell a bit much it's living a spirit empowered life baptism 
in the Holy Spirit is living and a spirit empowered life. Remember what we said when we started. If you want to pursue, if you want to pursue all that God has, it is by accessing the power of God. And here now you are getting you are you live a, a spirit empowered life. The book of Acts chapter 8 uh, verse verse 5 and to 12 on 12 it says Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Christ there. But when they believed Philip as he preached the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. It continues here in verse, in, in verse 14. They were baptized with water, right? They were they were baptized the first baptism okay actually all three of them right uh, two of them now for now they, they received they received the message right which means they were born again they were born they were baptized into the body of christ the second one is that they they made a public uh, 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 public what eh? declaration right to say i have received jesus as my lord and savior then now let's go to chapter 8 verse 14 to 17 says when the when the apostles in jerusalem heard that samaria samaria had accepted the word of god they sent peter and john to them when they arrived they prayed for them that they might receive what the holy spirit because the holy spirit had not yet come upon any of them they had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Therefore, they went through the three baptisms. Now, they, are, they were empowered to live a spirit-empowered life where they are able to pursue all that God has. Hallelujah. Where well, they're able to fulfill, uh, you know, uh, the book of 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 2, verse 9 to 10, we say, where God is, where the Spirit is able to reveal those things that the ear has not heard, those things that the, the eye has not seen, those things that the mind cannot even imagine them. But it is only when we get baptized, right, first, into Christ it, through in the water public declaration and now we get filled by the Holy Spirit that because it's the spirit that searches all things it says all things and even the deep things of God hallelujah if I want to know the deep things of God I must have I must be filled with the Holy Spirit hallelujah hallelujah Eh? You must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, you will know the deep things of God. There, there are thoughts that are just going to come and, oh, now I know it. Now it is. Oh, the, the, what I call the oh moment. You know, the, the oh, aha moment. Yeah, I call them aha moment. Aha. Now I see it. Hallelujah. Because it is not the ear. It is not the eye. It is not the mind. But it is the spirit. Hallelujah. Eh? The, 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 the Bible says it's not by mighty, nor by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Therefore, we must pursue the infilling of the Holy Spirit with all our hearts. The book of First John chapter 5, verse 7 to 8, it says, For there are three that bears witness in heaven. Oh, oh. <laughs> Listen to this. There are three that bears witness in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, right? We know we say it's God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The word there, if you go to the book, to the book of uh, John, right? First John says, yeah, in the beginning was there, was the word. And the word was with God, and the word was God. And it continues and says, and the word came, yeah, came and dwelt among them, which is Jesus, right? The word is Jesus. Therefore, it's saying in heaven. There are three that bears witness. It is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Here he says, it is the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And he says, these three are one. That's where we get the Trinity, right? You say, you've got God, but God the Head is God the Father, right? You've got God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's where you get the Trinity. But here, let's see, he says, and there are three that bear witness, witness on earth. Which one? The first one is the spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three are what? Are one. Therefore, on earth here now, right? Let's see. Let's let's see. Let's see. Let, let's do let's do some 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 explaining here. The spirit is the Holy Spirit, right? The ones that they were just laid hands and they were baptized. He bears witness, right? The second one is the water, right? The baptism, yeah, in the water, right? Confirming. The third one is the blood. What is the blood representing? Jesus. Therefore, if you go to the three baptisms, you've got the first one. The first of the witness is what? Accepting Jesus as the Lord and Savior. You get baptized into his body, right? Which is the salvation. The second one, you, baptize, you get water, Baptism, which is your public declaration of your faith. The third one now, it is the Spirit that bears witness. And he says, all these are one. Hallelujah. Therefore, if I'm pursuing all that God has, I must pursue all three of them. And also, you know, you know we, also, we, 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 normally, we normally pursue the two, you know. Raise my hand. Accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior or just... You know, say, Jesus, I know he's God, you know. I know he's my Lord. I know I pray to him and all that. Therefore, you are acknowledging him. And also, we know water baptism happens all the time, right? But let me tell you where we get stuck. It's with the subject of the Holy Spirit. And that's where really things start to happen. That's where fire. Remember the other ones are physical acts, right? You accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior, Right? You act as an act of faith, but it's got physical action. Then the second one is water baptism. Say, Pastor, you've got a pool, let's go. Or a river, let's go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Most people refuse to be baptized around and say, hey, I don't want to be baptized with this church. <laughs> they want clean water. Therefore, we, we go for a clean pool, we baptize you in there. Right? That's anything. But now, receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. And why are we reluctant? Why, why are some reluctant to receive or pursuing all what God has for me? 
The first one is that some are just uninformed. They don't know about these three baptisms. Hallelujah. Or they just look at them as separate things. But the Bible here says these are one. Hallelujah. Therefore, they cannot be separated. We go all the way. If we want to live a, a, Christian, a, a victorious Christian life, we must go for everything, all of it. And it says here in the book of Acts chapter, chapter 19, verse 1 to 2, it says, While Apollos was at church, was at Corinth, Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived in Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, no. We, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Therefore, some are just not informed. But we are here at church today. We are informed now. Hallelujah. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. Some are just uninformed. And that's why we must preach on the, on the Holy Spirit. And I, I, I really encourage you to join Christian Growth Seminar because we've got two sessions on the Holy Spirit and you will be really filled with the Holy Spirit automatically there uh, but because we we'll teach a lot on it. The second, the second reason why people are reluctant or Christians are reluctant really is because they have grown apathetic. Right? They have lost the, the fire. They have, they have just you know, said, I'm enough here. I've, I've received him. And let me tell you this. If you get the first baptism, you are going to heaven. Right? If you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, you are going to heaven. But you may not have, you may not have all that he has for you <laughs> while you are still here. Hallelujah. Do you get me? <laughs> eh? you, will not, you will not get what the eye, what the eye, sorry, what the eye has not seen, what the ear has not heard, what the mind has not thought. You will not get that. But you still go to heaven and be surprised and say, oh, was this available for me? Okay, yeah, but you should have gone all the way hallelujah therefore it is very important to, to not to grow cold it says in the book of romans chapter 12 verse 11 it says never be lacking in zeal let's, let's get that scripture eh? it's not there oh okay sorry <laughs> that was there okay okay then you'll just take notes we apologize for that we apologize for that Romans chapter 12, verse 13 says, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual favor serving the Lord. Hallelujah. Never be lacking in zeal, never be lacking in passion, never be lacking to pursue all that God has for us. Hallelujah. Because you can't pursue all that God has for us, you know, with a, you know, relaxed, you know, no, it will come. And most of us we say that, eh? we blame time and say, no, it's not the right time. Or we say, you know, it's not God's time. God's time is always perfect. But God is saying, pursue me. Hallelujah. Saying, pursue me. Pursue all that I have for you. I'm waiting for you. Actually, God wants you to have these things more than you want them. Because he knows that when you pursue all that he has, you are more effective. He's got, you know, like, like, like what, what he called David. He says, I found a man after my own heart. Why? Because this man was relentlessly pursuing God. Hallelujah. And the, the third reason is that some have fear. I'm going to appear there. I think the note got cut off. Eh? Some have fear. 
But you can get the full notes on the, on the online church. All the full notes are there. If you go to cfcpretorianot.online.church, the full, the full notes are there. You can just download them um, there uh, and you, you'll have your notes there. The book of James, James chapter 1 verse 70 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly light, who does not change like shifting or shifting shadows. Hallelujah. Therefore, some who have fear to receive the gift, for example, the gift of the Holy Spirit. But he says, every good and perfect gift is from above. Therefore, we must not be afraid to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, for example, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Number, the last point that I want to share, actually confirming, pursuing all that God has. I wish this one, we had them on screen. Really. I wish, I wish we, we had them, but we're going to close just now. It's pursuing all that God has. And I say, I've made a commitment last time, um, uh, was probably to say, give us at least four months of your life. Ne? Four months of your life participating 